everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. to First Strike, First Look on a Tuesday, and what a monster card it's shaping up to be at UFC 280 over in Abu Dhabi, two title fights, but of course, there's this card is so deep, there are champions, former champions littered on this card, uh, with potential new current champions, of course, Charles Oliveira against Islam Makachev is the main event, and Aljamain Sterling against TJ Dillashaw, the two title fights we're going to get at UFC 280. To help me break down this very exciting and interesting card, is none other than Lou Finnecaro. You can follow him as I do at Gamblu on Twitter. Also, of course, he's the host of the Bout Business Podcast. And Lou, on the digital side, you have been on fire for VEASAN Pro subscribers, I believe to the tune of 24 and 13 in your best bet, sir. So far this year, Dave, yes, thanks for mentioning that. And that's just a extra benefit for digital subscribers. In fact, if they just subscribe to Insight the Oct, Octagon uh, and bet $50 of release, they can pay for their subscription and a bet or two uh, might be something worthy of consideration. Absolutely. Let's try to stay hot for the people here at UFC 280 in Abu Dhabi. Of course, obviously, when you look at Islam Makachev, I think a lot of people in the know in the UFC look at him as the future champion of this division. Charles Oliveira, if it wasn't for uh, you know missing weight his last time out, still is regarded right now as the best 155er in the world. And now here, he's the betting underdog once again. And I feel like this is a common refrain with Dubronx. Sometimes, even at the highest levels here, he seems to be overlooked. I'm seeing plus 160 here on a Tuesday with Makachev, minus 190 as the betting favorite. How do you anticipate these lines moving as we get closer and closer to championship fights come Saturday? Well, first of all, Dave, thank you so much for having me on. These are great, these early looks. And and really, with UFC 280, these lines were out six weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And at that point in time, Oliveira 
plus 195, and I released it immediately then, anticipating a compression in the line. I don't think there's a lot of movement left, to be quite honest. I think that we're pretty close to what we're going to see. Uh, Makachev, a vice grip Russian wrestler, that's it. Makachev has not fought a top five talent in the lightweight division, and some... Uh, even me, I'm open to the idea that Khabib's shirt tails have kind of helped him get to this spot. He's going to get in the, the octagon uh, with a guy in Oliveira that has 13 lightweight wins, okay? Uh, of 19 stoppage UFC wins, 16 via sub. Oliveira recently has disposed of top five talent Gaethje, uh, the the new uh, incoming uh, Michael um, Chandler. Yeah, Michael thank Chandler. you for backing me up on the Chandler one. <laughs> and and quite honestly, I think he's insulted. Uh, yeah. This thing that happened in Phoenix with the weight loss, he didn't miss weight. There was hanky-panky going on. I was there. There was talk around it. We've seen some funny things on the scales before, a la Khabib's last fight against Gaethje. So mm -hmm. I guess in a in a quick synopsis, Charles Oliveira is getting overlooked. Makachev has gotten there, I think, uh, with some help from Khabib. And when that bell rings, we're going to find out what Makachev is made of. I'm firmly on the side of Oliveira here. I, I think it's a great point because Oliveira does seem to have a chip residing on that shoulder. And, you know, Makachev, he's supposed to be the next uh, Habib Nurmagomedov, as you alluded to there. And I think Oliveira is like... I've beaten the best there is in the world in this weight class. And now, now all of a sudden, I'm going to be a decided underdog against Makachev. As you mentioned, you know, the, the, the Russian style, he's going to want to try to, to ground this out with Oliveira. Uh, be careful what you wish for sometimes because you know Oliveira will go for those subs as well. I look at the totals and the over-under right now, two and a half. If you think this fight is going to go at least two and a half rounds or north of it, plus money right now, at plus $1.30, the under right now, minus $1.60, under two and a half rounds. What do you make of this? Is this a quick night in Abu Dhabi? Or do you think this might be longer than the betting market is anticipating? Uh, you know, it's hard to get on here and say I have no clue. But, Dave, I have no <laughs> clue. I, I, I mean, Char I could see Charles subbing him quick. That mm -hmm. said, I believe Makachev is going to be measured and not want to rush right into some kind of neck crank. Makachev's uh, renown for having a tremendous strike defense, that's because in one of his early fights, he was kicked in the head and knocked out. He don't want to strike. But Oliveira wants to keep this thing standing, and as long as he does, he'll be faster, quicker, stronger, the better striker. Makachev is going to have to get this to the floor. I believe he will. All of my insiders that I talk to about these fights, and we talk about them all the time, they believe Makachev will get this to the ground. And at that point in time, the fight is going to begin. Uh, it's going to be fascinating uh, main event uh, Saturday at Abu Dhabi. I mentioned, of course, two title bouts. We talked about the respect or lack thereof sometimes for Charles Oliveira as being maybe the best lightweight in the world at 155. I think the same could be said for a guy like Aljamain Sterling, now the champion here in the Bantamweight division uh, at 135. And right now he is a favorite, minus $1.75, against the former two-time 
Bantamweight champion and TJ Dillashaw has had some personal issues. Uh, USADA testing has kind of been sporadic in his fight game and his return uh, to the Bantamweight division. And right now, plus $1.50 for the former two-time champion in this weight class. Tried to go down to 125. That didn't work out well against Henry Cejudo. What do you make of Dillashaw now trying to be the, the first three-time champion here in the Bantamweight division? I really think that he's kind of getting this opportunity without earning it uh, to some degree. I am tainted against Dillashaw, um, not because he cheated, uh, mostly because he doesn't recognize that he cheated. And mm. and for us to for us to claim that this is going to be his third opportunity at the title technically is correct. But how do you award him legitimate titles against Garbrandt and the others when we know he was full of juice? Uh, I, I believe that once you're on the juice, you got a way of staying ahead of it. I'm very suspect of Dillashaw as far as the fight's concerned. I think that Aljo's going to be out. Uh, athleticized, meaning TJ's footwork, something that's always been his specialty. And that's mm -hmm. where I think Aljo might be a half a step behind. That said, emotionally for Aljo, after all the BS he took after that first Jan fight to come back, dominate Jan the way he did, and he did dominate him. He is, he, he's, he's free as a bird and you can see it in his interviews and how he's talking. Uh, there's a, there's a weight that's been lifted from him. And I believe that he has the ability to fight very, very free, almost without a care. And I think the pressure's all on Dillashaw and I look for Sterling as the legitimate favorite in this fight in a fight I'm probably not going to be too interested in. You know, that's that's an interesting observation, though, Lou, because, again, you talk about the difference in the mentalities of being a champion, maybe the first time around with a DQ against Peter Yan. A lot of people felt like maybe he didn't earn it. He clearly earned it in the rematch with Peter Yan. You mentioned Dillashaw. You know, they didn't have USADA testing back when he beat Henan Burrell uh, to win that title many moons ago in Chicago and then uh, also got the follow-up win against Burrell and then, of course, did beat Cody Garbrandt uh, twice once to win the title. So, again, there are some some taint, uh, I guess, tainted championships maybe both all, all the way around here. The total is interesting as well. Four and a half in a potential five-round championship fight. Four and a half is juiced to the over significantly, minus 205. So, Lou, what the betting market is telling us is clear. They don't think that there's going to be a finish in there. Do you see finishing potential? And if you like it, you can get plus money at plus $1.65. If I were to imagine how a finish would transpire, it would be late now Joe Sabinum. Okay, so if we're going to get a finish, you think it might come later on in that fight. So, again, put that into your handicap, people, for over four and a half, minus 205. Uh, under that total again, plus a dollar sixty-five. We uh, mentioned the Peter. Excuse the interruption, Dave. I firmly believe it's going to to decision. I wouldn't mess with. I, if I messed with anything, it'd be over. Okay, so so look to the over there and maybe get a better price point uh, for the fight to go all five rounds instead of playing the over two dollar juice number uh, for over four and a half. We mentioned Peter Yan, obviously in those two fights against Aljo Aljamain Sterling here. Now he goes up against the Sugar Show and Sean O'Malley. And what really surprises me, Lou, you mentioned that these numbers have been out there for quite some time. We've seen money come in on Sean O'Malley now. So Jan's still the big favorite, minus 265. O'Malley plus 225. That number for O'Malley, when it came out, was north of $3. What do you make of it? Is it, in your eyes, a public move on the Sugar Show? Or do you think there's some smart money coming in, too? 
That's a really good question. First of all, I'd say that O'Malley is approaching Diaz type of popularity. And so you know there's public on O'Malley no matter who he's going to fight. So yes, some of that is involved there. And as any sharp fight handicapper would look at these two, they would see that Jan's made for O'Malley. O'Malley, long, tall, uh, angular. Uh, he's going to be the beneficiary of a 30-foot cage instead of a 25-foot cage. So seemingly everything's set up for O'Malley. Uh, the way I see this fight is as such. Jan starts slow, but Jan's best fighting is the last five minutes of a five or three round fight. O'Malley has shown in previous fights that he's a fireball for a round and a half, two rounds. I've not seen him be effective in the third round, and it is both of his challenges against decent competition. Uh, Munoz was getting to his legs. Mm -hmm. I assure you Peter Jan is going to be poking at those toothpick legs. As well, uh, the Mutino fight. Uh, you know, uh, a journeyman fighter, not even in the UFC, comes up. It took him, you know, three rounds to dispose of the guy. Uh, I, I have real questions as to whether this line movement is correct. And also, you know, it's interesting because the style of fight, if Jan does utilize those leg kicks and maybe utilizes wrestling, the over right now, two and a half rounds here for this three round non-title fight is minus 205. The under here, again, plus $1.65. So do you think Jan would want to do that? Because you're right. That's the recipe, right? Get to the legs and maybe get a takedown and wear out Sugar, who likes to come out fast and get into that gas tank. Legs first, 61.5% takedown uh, accuracy for Jan. Take him down second, get on top, make him wrestle, make him struggle, suck him out, and in the third round, tear him to pieces. That seems like a pretty good strategy for Peter Jan uh, in a very highly anticipated fight. I mentioned here you got th – this fight card is just littered with, with big-time names. Obviously, the former uh, light heavyweight champion of Volkan Utsdemir is, is back in there against Nikita Krylov. He's an underdog in that fight. The blonde bomber, Caitlin Chikagan, uh, is in there against uh, Manon uh, Fiora. She is uh, an underdog as well. Bilal Muhammad, a real player at 170 against Sean Brady. Bilal is an underdog. Is there any one of these fights here on a really stacked UFC 280 card here on a Tuesday that you think you could still get some value on? Boy, Dave, a lot of the uh, uh, positions that we've made were made weeks ago for that reason, to try and get on top of the line moves. Uh, at this juncture right now, the way I'm looking at it, I think the best move might be to be a little patient on Shukagian, see where this line goes through the week. Furo is really a dynamic striker, got a lot of power, but she just recently beat the bejeebies out of two grappling Brazilian rest, uh, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu artists. Shukagian's a whole different kind mm -hmm. of fighter with 18, 19 pro fights, long, tall, no power whatsoever, but of her 19 wins, 16 via decision. Shukagian should not be overlooked. And she's plus $1.75 as we talk on a Tuesday. I can't wait till we talk again on Friday on First Strike on Visa and see where these numbers go. Uh, Lou, it's always a pleasure to have you on this early look here on a Tuesday to really try to find the best of the numbers out there. Very quickly, I mentioned the About Business podcast. Tell the people what they get when they listen and subscribe. About Business Podcast is all about deriving profit from the fights. Each Friday, there's a fight card. We throw out a 16, 17-minute podcast with final releases. We keep track. We're running at a positive ROI, and we invite 
anyone to listen as well to these shows that we do with you here at VSIN, Dave. Uh, fantastic, Lou. You're the best. Really appreciate it here on a Tuesday. Can't wait for the full hour conversation. First strike on Friday. We'll see you then on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.